had such a a moment just now. I talked to two brilliant, caring, gifted, dedicated, or, you know, committed uh, people who are prophetic. Neither of them would call themselves prophets, right? But people who love to pray. And do you know that just in their conversations that they offered a bit of their politics, a bit of their, let's say, perspective, and their perspectives were the opposite from one another? And not only were they the opposite, but they they feel that the other side is not got it right Um, there's a certainty about both of them and I hear it and I think about how you know the the peace of Christ Jesus is like our referee kind of helps us to right and I think about something the Lord gave me here let me get it I was in a meeting tonight and uh, I was listening for the Lord, and this is what I heard. I'm going to find it. I heard, at street level, the air is thick. Offenses abound, as do car accidents. But higher, at elevation, that smog from the earth does not reach. Deception and delusion, distance and discouragement are from the mud and mire of the street level. Don't worry about who is right or wrong. Gifts and treasures of the Holy Spirit are plentiful and easily shared. Hi. There's something about us going high. And you know... Somebody cut you off on the road. Somebody flipped you off when you passed them by. Somebody refused to wear a mask. Somebody insists on wearing a mask, right? You've got, I don't know, relatives or friends that are being ways that you just do not agree, right? Um, Praise you, Jesus. What if, and I'm just saying what if, okay, what if the Lord has told some Democrats that he wants Biden in the White House? And what if the Lord has told some Republicans that he wants Trump in the White House? Or let's not even say it that way, because we know that God never lies, right? What if God says to the Democrats something about the current state of the world and they're clear that it means right that he wants Biden and what God says because of what he's saying and how he's saying it to the Republicans knowing how they feel right that it's clear it just it's clear it's all so clear amen so let's say we have everybody everybody in one room and they're separated by an aisle.
And what if somebody crosses over to the other side of that aisle and says, I don't believe you're hearing the Lord. I believe that your passion or extremity or whatever, right, is not God's best. But I also believe that God wants us to love each other. So let's stand or sit in the middle of this aisle and let me hear what you're thinking. Let me hear how you feel. Let me hear what's going on in your heart. Tell me about God. Tell me about the Holy Spirit. Tell me about your politics and your past and tell me about your family and and how they feel about who should be in the house, the White House. Talk to me about the effect this is all going to have on your kids. Give me your heart and what's happening and bless me by letting me listen. And just listen and just listen. And then the other person, having been heard, says, you know, I, I wouldn't mind listening to you. I'd really like to hear what you hear from the Lord. And well, I don't know why you feel like things ought to be the way that you think they ought to be. And what do you think if it doesn't happen? What's going to happen? What is it about the other person that you have a hard time with? What is it? What's challenging? And why do you feel the way that you do about the one that you do like? Just really hear each other. I don't know, but I believe that's not a possibility. I mean, that's not a, that's not a pipe dream. It's not. It's not. Matter of fact, <laughs> this is my dream of ministry. Long before this season, I had a dream of what I call the haves and the have-nots. But my definition of haves and have-nots includes people who have whatever they have. You can have money, but you can also have wisdom, you know. Um, you can have a dexterity. You can have a skill. You can have time. There's so many things you can have. And whatever you have, there are people who don't have that or who don't have as much that you have in abundance. And so what a gift to be conversing with someone who literally has a cup for your wine or your water. Amen? They have a plate for your food or your soup. They are the ones, amen, that God has filled you to overflowing in order to connect with. Isn't that interesting? That's my thought for tonight. And um, I pray peace over this world. In the name of Jesus, I pray for peace in this nation. In Jesus' name, I, I, I ask, Father God, that people from every thought and consideration would know that you love them and that they, like all of us, could do with more of you. Not just so that we don't have, you know, despising, but so that we're not despairing. Amen? And so that we're not afraid. Lord, I remember when people 
expected a presidency to bring the nation together. And the day after this particular person was in office, people just had a glow about him. Maybe not everybody, but the people I saw, they were like, hello. <laughs> you know, I'm just walking down the street and somebody would be like, hello. And I'm like, hello, how are you? You know, they just, people just, it, it reminds me of um, New York City at Christmas time. During the year, um, I found people to sometimes be a bit cranky. This is a long time ago, amen. But you know, yeah, people could sometimes be kind of cranky. But something happened around Christmas. And people were just cheery and um, interested in window shopping and looking around a bit, you know, as opposed to going straight forward or looking down or reading and there was a sense of community just because things felt different in the air. And there was almost a reverence, you know, as the snow fell and the colors changed towards a holiday theme and you could see lights up and down the streets. It wasn't really about houses because most people were in apartment buildings, but their windows would have lights on them in different colors. Praise Jesus. I pray to cheer your spirit when you hear this. To know that your spirit cheered helps you and the people near you and the people that you pray for and the people you encounter. Amen. You've got light to share and hope to communicate wherever it exists. You don't have to have a bucket of it. If you've got a sip or a cup, you can share that like a cup of cold water for somebody. Okay. I have love for you, and I sincerely pray in Jesus' name that you experience great peace as you rest and as you walk through your day, both tomorrow and the next and the next day. And I pray that you go high, that you just consider, you know, I am seated with Christ in the heavenlies, far above all principalities and powers, and the weapons of my warfare aren't carnal. They're not the things that man and woman and children can make. But they're mighty. They're mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Those things that we think and we feel and we want and we believe that are not helpful and not true. And my weapons through God are mighty to to cast down imaginations. Well, what if, and what if, and oh my, and oh dear, the weapons that I have can bring those down and cast them out, right? Can cast them down from the high and lofty place where they get valued when they're not valuable and can cast them out from me where they don't have power over me right? 
and the weapons of my warfare are also strong to address any high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God that is in Christ Jesus. Anything. That knowledge that of God in Christ Jesus is what we need for love and joy and peace and patience and gentleness and kindness and humility and temperance or self-control and faithfulness and perseverance and the delight of God's heart when he looks at us. The trust and the faith and the grace and the mercy. And the for- I said forgiveness, didn't I? Yeah. Amen. And the Bible talks about God being long-nosed. <laughs> um, if you think about a stench, you know, something is really, oh, oh, if you ever felt that, you smell like the acid of something or you walk into a kitchen and you're like, oh, oh, right, sometimes cabbage, you know, sauerkraut I wasn't crazy about as a kid or it's amazing how much I didn't like Brussels sprouts and how much I love them now, roasted with salt and pepper and garlic with a little oil on (laughs) in the oven for, gosh, sometimes even a half an hour until they get almost like popcorn, just delicious, anyway, you've got weapons, They're not carnal, but they are mighty for you. They're mighty for you, and they're mighty for others. And so in Jesus' name, I declare that strongholds not of God have nothing to do with you. They don't have any business with you. And I declare in Jesus' name that you cast down imaginations that don't line up with God's dream for you. And I declare in Jesus' name that any and everything that tries to make itself higher and bigger than your knowledge of God that comes in Christ Jesus, your Savior, it's cast out, it's cast down, it's defeated, and you overcome concerning all of these things. I bless you. I bless your peace. I bless your joy. I bless your wisdom and all your choices. I bless your going in and coming out. I bless you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. God be with you and faith be with you. Amen.